0: Welcome to the Wild Menopause Podcast, where we explore an empowering reframe on women, menopause, and midlife. I'm Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach, and I call menopause the passion portal a sexual and spiritual rebirth into the richest, most creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life. If you're entering perimenopause, immersed in menopause, or postmenopausal, and you're ready to rock your third chapter like a queen, this podcast is for you. Are you done with feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. In this show, I offer a body, mind, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on topics like female orgasm, pleasure, sensuality, tantric and Taoist practices, somatic healing, intimacy, and desire-based living. Basically, all the things that support you in manifesting and creating an amazing third chapter of your life. And oh yeah, I'm an astrologer, so you'll see some of that too. I'm so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Wild Menopause Podcast. Diane here, and always a pleasure to have you here. Thanks so much for joining me here today. And so today I want to go into the topic of shame. I'm just going to get right down to it. This is huge, and a big part of my work is centered on this, of how do we Release and heal and alchemize shame. It's a biggie, right? And it's something that I think all humans are struggling with. I think it's something that every woman I know is struggling with. And it's a really heavy vibration and energy that we can carry in our body that is insidious. it's it it's um painful. I think it does so much harm and damage it kind of can become our our mo kind of like the sea we swim in so to speak um without even knowing it, it i think it's so pre- prevalent that we don't even recognize it as shame and if you do carry shame first of all i want to say it's absolutely 100% not your fault great right? the last thing we want to do is put more shame on our shame um this is systematic this has been systematically intentionally put upon humans for thousands of years, right? We'll talk about that in this episode. So, but I feel if we're going to really move forward and evolve as humans and create something beautiful on this planet, this is something we really need to address and we need powerful ways to address it that are very compassionate and grounded and loving, right? So yeah, let's dive in. And um, the thing is shame. Again, it's like a, an epidemic and it can really inform how we look at our world around us and how we look at ourselves, of course, and other people. It absolutely infiltrates our intimacy, not only with lovers, but with everybody, with friends, with our family, with our children. If you have children. So it's, um, it's like a deadly virus in a way, right? It's a serious like lockdown on our life force. And yeah, so I just feel like finding effective ways to work with shame can be so empowering, so liberating. And it's really a big part of what my work is all about. And I really believe that shame is at the root of so many of our limiting beliefs, right? The belief of say, I'm not enough, I think absolutely um, can be traced back to some kind of shame. Even the mm, limiting belief of I need to control everything, right? I think that can, absolutely be traced back to shame as well, trying to control the environment so that we don't um, feel unsafe. I think feeling unsafe in the body, of course, connected to shame, Um, not trusting our body, right? Absolutely connected to shame and not believing in ourselves, right? Lacking that confidence, lacking body confidence, totally connected to shame, again, not trusting our body, um, body's ability to heal our body's ability to be strong and healthy, I think absolutely can be connected to shame. Um, so many limiting beliefs, right? Fear of scarcity, that scarcity mindset. I also, I think can be linked to shame because when we really carry shame in the body, when we carry shame in the body, I shouldn't say really, when we carry shame in the body, it cuts us off from our power. And, um, yeah, I'll unpack that a little bit more in this episode, but I really feel that it is a root of so many things that are sabotaging us from living our most powerful expression of who we are and really blocking us and what we really came here on the planet to do, you know, on a soul journey level. So in this episode, I'll go into just some, some things I've observed and what really helps to heel shame I like to say kick shame to the curb when I'm feeling feisty but (laughs) yeah I get really riled about it because it's such I, I think it's been so again deliberately put on people on humans specifically around our sexuality because there's a lot of power there and it's um yeah, so I like to say kick it to the curb, but it's it usually doesn't happen that fast, right? There needs to be, I think, an unfolding, a compassionate space held. And so we're going to talk about that in this episode too. So first of all, again, like I said, if you feel like you carry shame, I, I think every human does, right? So yeah, we want to normalize that, that we have to admit, okay, yes, shame is here. And to pretend it's not there, I think um, really doesn't serve us at all just kind of avoiding the problem. I think that's where actually a lot of spiritual bypass comes in just um, kind of just getting happy thoughts and, you know, redirecting um, to the positive. Yeah, th- there's a lot of value to that. And unless we go in and work with shame and the deeper emotions connected to that, um, we-, we could be bypassing, right. And just never really truly empowering ourselves. So, What I found to be true is that in healing, say the mindset of shame is that um, I think community is key, right? I feel that now this can be done in a therapeutic relationship with a therapist for sure, but just simply being in a space where you feel like you feel safe enough to be witnessed and it doesn't even have to be telling your whole story, but just be witnessed You know, being an embodied person, being seen with love and compassion and empathy can be so powerfully healing. And embodiment's a big piece of that, right? So if you're in a community, say with other women who are committed to embodiment practices, to really landing and loving who they are in this feminine form that can be so healing. Just being in the juice of that from my past experience has been so healing from my own shame and being in communities where we explore our sensuality as a superpower and celebrate each other and witness each other in the places that um, have cut us off from that power. Again, with compassion, with empathy can be so incredibly powerful like say for example, if you've ever been say sexually harassed, like every single woman, right? It could be just cat calls from a construction site or whatever. And I want to really bring in that it might have been much more severe, it might have been sexual abuse and things like that. Absolutely, right? But um even the things that we're really taught to kind of dismiss as no big deal. Oh, I've been sexually harassed. That can really stir up, or I should say, deepen shame in your body, or amplify the vibration of shame, right? And every woman has experienced this. We'll just go on this kind of more superficial level, because many women have just layers and layers. I know I did, or do, that I work on. Um, so, when you are carrying that, that can really amplify shame in your body, right? Those little things that we're we're taught again in our cultures to dismiss. Can um, We can carry this in our body, even say if you were 20 or younger, and you were sexually harassed on the street, or maybe as a teenager, um, even in middle school, right, back at 14 years old, 15 years old, if someone made a comment about your body, your breasts, or something like that, and it just felt really shaming in some way, we could still carry the vibration of that 30, 40, 50 years later for our whole life. You know, our whole lifetime, unless we really work on releasing it, uh, integrating it, I would like to say, alchemizing it into power, like to really reclaim our pleasure. And if, say, for whatever reason, you um, shared that experience, we'll just say one experience, say, of being shamed in middle school in the school hallway or something about your body, and say, if you shared that with someone who um, in some way blamed you, whether it was overt or subtle, but basically either in words or in the reaction said to you, um, what did you do to attract that? Right? How are you at fault? Oh my gosh, I think every woman I know has had this experience. And what that does, it just roots that shame deeper into our body, into our nervous system. And it's so toxic so toxic. And so what what community can do with like women who are really taking on this work of sensual healing and embodiment and just being witnessed by another woman who gets it, right? Not trying to fix you, not trying to counsel you, just ah, oh, I see you. Yeah, I get it. I feel you. I really can relate to that experience on a very fucking visceral level can be so liberating and deeply healing. But what I want to share with you here are some really simple practical tools, somatic body-based do-it-yourself tools that you can start to use to start to liberate any shame that may be hanging out in your body. So everything I teach basically um, does this really is, is directed towards that liberating shame and other negative experiences from the body and reclaiming pleasure. And I teach a very movement centric approach to the jade egg. You may have heard me say that maybe a million times, but it's, a, I'm a big believer in movement heals, right? When we start to move a part of the body. Things start to happen on the physical and energetic level that gets things moving, move stuck energy, move the stagnation, gets it moving. So the practices I want to share with you here will definitely be of that realm. And the first thing I want to share with you is breast massage. Breast massage, daily breast massage is one of the best things you can do to start to release any shame that you may be holding in your breasts. what I found to be true that so many women hold shame in their breasts, and this could stem back to, say, when you entered puberty and had any unwanted attention on your breasts. I know my hand is raised. I definitely had that experience, and it was really hurtful. And breast massage has been so powerful on helping me liberate that and just reclaim my pleasure in my breasts and reclaim the beauty of these amazing parts of my anatomy. (laughs) So breast massage, I recently did a blog, a blog post on that with a video on how to deepen your pleasure with breast massage. I will link that in the show notes. I would definitely check that out and make a breast massage a part of your daily routine. It can be incredible what this simple practice can do. So what I also want to talk about here is sensual movement. Now, I created a movement technique that I call sacred sensual movement that is wonderful for liberating the vibration of shame, really releasing shame from the body so we can reclaim our pleasure. And I do have free tutorial um, tutorial videos on that on my site. I'll be sure to link those in the show notes too, or that section in the show notes, so you can explore that. But basically what it is based on is just restoring the natural moves of the pelvis. And when we start to allow our pelvis to move the way she's designed to move, healing happens from the inside out. And there's definitely a um, physical core strengthening component, but there is a very deep shame releasing pleasure reclamation component to it as well. So I would definitely check that out and start to move your pelvis in that way. Now this could be standing just doing hip circles, or if you want to follow my guidance, I guide you through on some of the basics to really start to unlock your pelvis in motion, right? I have a whole video on that that can be really helpful and you'll start to experience your pelvis in a whole new way. So again, a lot of shame can be locked in the pelvis, different areas of the pelvis. And that can be a beautiful way to start to liberate that. And going even deeper into the pelvis, I want to talk now about the tail, right? Our tailbone. And when we feel shame, whether we realize it or not, we tuck our tail, right? Other mammals do this as well. You've seen dogs do this, right? Probably wolves do this as well. It's an act of submission, right? And when we tuck our tail like that, we cut off from our erotic power. Maybe try it right now. Just kind of tuck your tail strongly. Can you see how everything kind of engages? So we're not in that place of everything flowing. We're kind of locking it down, right? And tucking the tail is a natural move that we make sometimes. But when we make, when this is a habit, when we are habitually tucking our tail, it usually comes from Some kind of shame that we're storing in our body. So our tail can be frozen. I call this the frozen tail syndrome. And it can really, again, cut us off from our erotic power. This can cut us off from our creative power, cut us off from our life force energy that lives in the pelvis. And when we start to work with the tail specifically, and start to release any, any frozen tail syndrome, any stuck shame. I think shame especially gets really stored in the, around the tail area. Again, you liberate all this amazing power and uh, reclaim your pleasure on a whole new level. And, um, again, I, I want to really underline or underscore that, um, shaming people around their sexuality, especially women has been a system, systematic, um, campaign, right? To really cut us off from our power in this way. I really believe that's true. Um, I was raised Catholic. I think the Catholic church, um, they do so many beautiful things, but really horrible things through human history in terms of really cutting people off from their direct line to the, their creative energy. But I would say the direct line to the, the sacredness of their sexuality. So um, that tail tucking, <laughs> it has been put upon us very deliberately because what it does when we, when we have a lot of shame stored in the body and we tuck our tail, right? It really puts um, the source of our power outside of ourselves. We stop trusting ourselves and we defer out. We defer out to um, having other people tell us what to do. So if you want to control masses of people, one of the first things you do is cut off their sexuality. You see this worldwide, right? Right. And, um, one of the ways that you can start to liberate, not just your own experience and shame around this, but ancestral shame is to start working with your tail, really start to work with your tail. So what I want you to do is to become more conscious of your tailbone. And when you're seated, you don't want to be tucking your tail. So maybe check that out right now. If you are seated, are you tucking your tail under? And if so, untuck your tail. (laughs) Imagine you have an actual tail, which you kind of do actually, and just let it be out and back and relaxed behind you. And that's going to change how you feel in your pelvis. It'll start to gently, subtly start to release any shame you might be holding there. Another way to um, start to be conscious of this is when you are working out, when you're squatting, when you're squatting to lift weights maybe, or just squatting in general, notice if you tuck your tail as you go down into a squat. That is going to cut you off from your power, and it's really not good for your lower back or your body in general. So what I would advise you to do is as you go down into a squat, untuck your tail, let your lower back arch you'll have a whole different experience and you will start to liberate that energy. Again, that habitually tail tucking that stems from shame can really cut you off from um, your your athletic performance too, right, your your core strength. So untucking your tail as you come down into a squat. That's a real simple way to start being aware of what you're doing with your tail. And what I want to offer you too is a a guided practice. I'll, I'll have this linked below for you but uh, a practice that I call thawing out the tail. And little known fact, your tail can actually move, right? Independent of the rest of your pelvis. Super, super subtle move, but really important move for anyone who wants to heal from shame. So in that guided practice, I'll walk you through really starting to work with your tail and um, liberated through movement, super subtle movement meditation practice that um, will absolutely start to um, thaw out your tail and help you restore your pleasure and your vitality. So I'm going to cap it there because you know I, I tend to get long-winded. I'm sure you've noticed that in my podcast. So yes, here's to your healing of shame, releasing shame, and reclaiming the birthright of your pleasure. It's been such an honor to have you here. Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show and you're curious, you want to know more, perhaps you want to go deeper. You're my kind of woman and I would love to meet you. I'd love to have you as part of my community. I created an online temple that I think you're going to love. It's called Sacred Pleasure. And there we explore all kinds of sensual healing practices really centered on the female body. You can check that out with the link in the show notes. Again, Sacred Pleasure. Just click that link and check it out and again if it resonates i'd love to see you in there and if you have a woman or women in your life that you feel would really benefit from what i'm sharing on the show please share the love pass it along i would appreciate that so much all right that's it for now take care i'll catch you next time